All right, so here we go. UFC, Yuri versus Tashura. All right, we'll start it off. Joanna versus Zhang Wei Li. I mean, Joanna versus Zhang Wei Li, it was pretty much, you know, as I said before, it was kind of, it was pretty much how the first fight went, you know, back and forth. You know, um, Zhang Wei Li started off strong. You know, she got Joanna to the floor. She controlled her, was pretty much controlling her for the duration of the round. And, you know, and, you know, of course, wasn't able to finish her. But, you know, good top control, pretty much had her in mount. And it was it was pretty much it, that was clearly, you know, it was clearly winning the fight. Zhang Wei Li was winning. It was clear Zhang Wei Li was winning. But as it got into the second round, Joanna took over. And the reason why Joanna started taking over, you know, going into the second round was because Zhang Wei Li, you know, she's really explosive. She's really muscular. And, you know, fighters like Zhang Wei Li, when they're forced to do more than what they have to, they tend to slow. And it was very evident, you know, in that second round. Zhang Wei Li was slow, it was clearly slowing down. She was trying to create distance to catch her breath. You know, um, and Joanna started putting it on her. She started increasing the momentum. Um, you know, of course, Joanna was allowing Zhang Wei Li too much distance to recuperate, which I was, you know, I wasn't happy about. But, she, you know, little by little, she started taking over. And right at this and, and at a pivotal moment and right before the fight and before the round ended, Zhang Wei Li hits Joanna with a spinning back hit, with a spinning back fist, all right, right, she throws her typical side, side kick that she uses to create distance, and right when she does that, she throws a Hail Mary of a spinning back fist, lands, knocks Joanna out, knocks Joanna out cold, and it was just one of those, it was like, it was shocking, didn't see it coming at all, but, you know, and didn't see it coming at all. But Zhang Wei Li is so explosive and so powerful. It, it's kind of not really surprising at that. But, you know, she had to. The thing is, is like people are trying to say that, you know, Zhang Wei Li set it up. Like this was something like Zhang Wei Li had planned. It was not planned. She threw that because she knew the tide was turning and Joanna was starting to take over. And, you know, and Zhang Wei Li doing what most fighters do in the situation doing what doing what i wouldn't say what most fighters do but doing what fighters who are willing to give it their all would do is she threw a hail mary of a spinning back fist knocks joanna out cold and it was it was so shocking and it was just it was like i didn't see it coming i turned my head for a minute and the next thing you know joanna's out and i was like holy shit so but I mean, it really sucks because Joanna was really taking over in that fight. She was taking over. She was starting to pour on the volume. It's just Zhang Wei Li so explosive and powerful that one shot could change it. And Zhang Wei Li did that. I mean, she knew she was tiring. It was clear Zhang Wei Li was starting to slow because she put all her output in the first round. So she was starting to tire. And, you know, she was starting to tire. And to save herself, from the oncoming onslaught through that Hail Mary of a spinning back fist. And it worked, you know, it worked. It got the job done. Um, you know, of course, Joanna announced her retirement, you know, from the sport. Uh, really unfortunate because I was hoping maybe win, lose, or draw, she would continue. I, I would like to see her have a couple more fights. I was hoping to see her have a couple more fights. I, I've always maintained that she should have given 125 one more try. You know, I think she would have done great at 125. She just needed to change some things in her style, but it is what it is. I mean, Joanna, you know, hell of a career. I mean, she's fought the best. She's beaten the best. First strawweight champion. Still has the most title defenses than any strawweight champion. Um, you know, and had one of the most exciting fights ever, you know, with Zhang Wei Li in the first one. Damn, it was just unfortunate because she was really taking over in that fight. I mean, you watch it like Zhang Wei Li was starting to tire. She was starting to slow down and Joanna started putting it on her. She started building momentum and Zhang Wei Li, you know, with you no know, and Zhang Wei Li 
feeling that sense of urgency to do something through a hell of a spinning back fist. And I mean, you got to give it to her. Um, do I think Zhang Wei Li, you know, do I think Zhang Wei Li is going to retain the title? I don't know. I don't think so. Because, you know, like I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I think. I think Carla will present some interesting problems for her, you know, going into the fight. You know, especially with Carla's, you know, tactics and her wrestling. I think she'll give Zhang Wei Li problems. Um, do I still think Zhang Wei Li has digressed? A little bit. I do think she she's digressed a little bit, but you know, one like I said, it was it was a hell of a fight. It was a great fight. So but so but um yeah. Uh Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos. Sorry, I thought it was Ramos. It was actually Santos. I apologize for that. But, okay, so this fight, this fight is, this fight, of course, had a layer of controversy to it. You know, of course, Valentina Shevchenko won by decision. Um, but a lot of people, th this is one of the things why I, I harp, I go, this is one of the reasons why I criticize the weasel, the UFC broadcast team and everyone else so hard is because of the blatant bias and contradiction, you know, um, and there's a lot of it, you know, the thing is, is, you know, I said when breaking down this fight, you know, Santos is, she relies heavily on her physicality, okay? And it has shown in the past that that fighters who are physical, you know, who are physical and use that on Valentina do give her problems. But Valentina has beaten fighters like that, you know, has beaten fighters like that. I've pointed out that, you know, that Santos has relies heavily on her physicality it was evident in the Roxanne Montefiore fight and against a skilled fighter like Valentina that could be a detriment or it can be a success that could be a success um it could be a detriment or it could be a success um in this case it was a detriment and you know I said in especially in a five-round fight and when you're fighting when you're fighting a, a fighter like Valentina in a five-round fight using your physicality could really affect you especially in those later rounds and like i said she's a big girl for the weight class and i don't know how much she cuts but there's no doubt this weight cut's going to affect her and i, I pointed out that the weight cut will definitely affect her going in you know going in a five round fight and it did you know um you know you know talia was doing what she usually did relying heavily on her physicality you know talia going into this fight she was relying heavily on her physicality just like every other fight you know i mean i said it before i said it again you know she relies on her physicality and this fight she was definitely you know definitely relying on it and you know and valentina being valentina just found a way to win you know the thing the thing that people you know and just found a way to win you know um it was her physicality that actually kept her you know which is one of the reasons it was her it was her physicality which is what kept her on top in the grappling exchanges what people don't understand is talia didn't get the better of the grappling nor did she even get the better of the takedowns because of skill she muscled her way into those takedowns you know she muscled her way into those reversals and in a five round fight when you're constantly muscling around that will gas you out and it was something going very and it was something that was very it was it was some and it was something that was going was very which was going very unnoticed by the commentators and by all the idiots watching this fight was that if you watch Talia's corner she was breathing heavy her her corner kept shaking her arms out they kept trying to 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 like keep her motivated she was gassing the each round she began to look more slumped she began to lean on the cage more and more she was she was getting tired she was she was getting genuinely tired and you saw that you know especially when you watch the stand up she was just getting hit left and right 
She was letting she was letting Valentina tag her left and right. She was putting no defense. And the reason why was because her arms were burnt out. Her arms were burnt out from the constant grappling. And you know, and from the constant grappling. And if you're constantly grappling and you're not really using technique, you're just using all muscle like what Santos did, it's going to affect you. And it did. It was starting to affect her as the rounds progressed, especially on the feet. You know, Valentina was piecing her up on the feet. And then on the ground, you know, Valentina was piecing her up on the ground. You know, despite Talia being in the top position, Valentina was still working, was still throwing strikes, and was still throwing effective strikes. The Weasel's trying to say that the strikes that she threw when Talia was on her back weren't effective. They were effective, okay? If I'm punching you in the face and you start tucking your head in response to my punches, yeah, it's effective. And the judges saw that. You know, the judges saw the reaction. You know, there was also the thing is, is what a lot of people don't understand is also too, is there was so much time, you know, in between, you know, Valentina outstriking her on the feet and Talia getting the takedown that the amount of work that Valentina put in trumped Talia's takedown and getting the, and taking the back. It trumped Talia's takedowns and getting the top position. Like, that's also another thing people don't realize is the amount of work that Valentina put in on the feet trumped the takedown. Like, you know, that, that counter game that Talia was trying to play is fine. But if you can't get your opponent to constantly come in, whether it's through mental or through like a technical, technical approach, you're going to be in it for a rough night. You're, you're going to be in it for a rough night. This is the reason why, you know, this is the same reason why Stephen Wonderboy Thompson lost the title. Because, you know, unless you can get your opponent to constantly come into you so you can counter, you're going to have problems. And, you know, Talia was playing the waiting game. And, you, you know, you're playing the waiting game. And the more you play the waiting game, that's more, fi- that's more time for your opponent to work and that's more time that the judges are going to be racking it looking at it. that's more time for your opponent to work and that's more time for your opponent for the judges to be looking at your opponent wondering looking at what they're doing and not looking at what you're doing you know that's more time you're giving away to your opponent and that's more time for your opponent to put in work and that work is in the more time and work that your opponent is putting in that is being seen by the judges all right that is being seen by the judges more than your takedown is being seen you know and that's and that's the truth that's the utmost truth you know talia was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and she was allowing all this time to go by and Valentina didn't wait. She kept working. She kept doing things. She kept, despite being on the bottom position, she kept attacking from the bottom. That's another thing. Like, just because you're on the bottom doesn't mean you lost. That's, a, that's another thing. It, it doesn't mean you lost. It just means you're on the bottom. Now, if you're just accepting being on the bottom, then yeah, you lost. But that's not Valentina. Valentina doesn't accept being on bottom. She either gets up or she attacks with strikes and submissions. And that's what she did. When she was on bottom, she attacked. When Talia had her back, she attacked. She understands that fundamental truth of you either attack or you get out. You don't play around in the position. You know, Talia was too busy, you know, holding and playing around in the position, you know. And that's the thing. So, like I said, when you look at, you know, and that's the thing. Like, people were praising her for that counter game. You know, like, Anthony Smith was praising her for that. But the thing is that that counter game that counter game only works if your opponent if you can get your opponent to constantly come into you. If you can't get them to constantly come into you, it's not going to work. And it didn't work for Talia. All that time, you know, all that time Talia was all that time that Talia was taking Valentina was working. And that work was being seen by the judges. So even though yes, Talia got the takedown, all that work is going to trump that takedown regardless. Doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people think. If, if, I, if, if I outwork you the majority of the round and you, oh, the only thing you got was one takedown and I'm outstriking you left and right, guess what's going to be counted more? Me outstriking you. <laughs> like, you know, me outstriking you. It would be different if I wasn't doing much on the feet and you were getting the takedown. It would be different if I was, go- it would be different if you were constantly taking me down 
you know, or you took me down and I did absolutely nothing. But that's not what happened. Valentina continued to work on the feet and on the ground. She never stopped. You know, Santos stopped. You know, Santos stopped working. She was content. She rested on her laurels, which will bring which that which will sum it up as to why Valentina won. But that that's just it. You, you just, you know. Yeah. So definitely it was it was a bad strategy on Santos. Yeah, Santos did get some takedowns, but she never did anything with it, which leads me to the next point. Damage trumps everything. OK, Valentina Shevchenko, Valentina Shevchenko did more damage. OK, she was doing more damage. She was out striking Santos. She did more. Santos didn't do much in the grappling position. She was on top. She didn't do much. She had she had the back, but she didn't do much. Yeah, she went for two. She went for about three rear naked chokes, but she never followed up with anything after that. And she never did anything before that. She would just go for the rear naked choke and then she would hold 98% of the time. And while she's holding, Valentina's working. Simple as that. And yeah, she did go for that choke, but Valentina was also punching her in the face while she was going for that choke. Like I said, it wasn't like Valentina was sitting around doing nothing. No, she was defending the choke. She was attacking Talia. And because of that, the judges saw that and that outweighed the rear naked choke. A lot of people are complaining that the rear naked choke should be counted. Yeah, it should be counted. But Valentina's ground striking should be counted as well. And if someone is throwing more ground strikes that are clean and effective to your three rear naked chokes, well, those ground strikes should be counted more than your submissions. Simple as that. You know, it, it, it's, sim it's simple as that. Like I said, if Valentina wasn't doing anything or if Valentina was not throwing a lot of ground strikes and Talia was, you know, doing this and Talia did the same amount of submissions, I can get I get it, you know, but that's not what happened. You know, you're comparing three rear naked choke attempts to the high volume of ground strikes that Valentina threw. And that and that was the and that was the main factor. And that was one of the main factor that those rear naked chokes weren't counted higher. Like I said, it would be one thing if if Santos did more submissions than Valentina's ground striking or if Valentina did nothing, you know, it, it did nothing went on the ground. But Valentina wasn't doing wasn't sitting around doing nothing. She was doing something. She was trying to attack. She was trying to, you know, punch. She was trying to submit. She was trying to get up. It was, you know, she was always doing something. You know, Santos wasn't doing anything. She was just holding on. You know, she was just holding on and just trying to ride out the rounds and trying to ride out the rounds and stall. And like I said, three rear naked chokes should be counted. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you're talking about you're trying, but you're taught. But, but the thing is this, you're talking about three rear naked chokes versus the amount of the high amount of volume of ground strikes thrown by Valentina. And if your opponent is throwing a higher a higher amount of volume of ground strikes to your three submissions or whatever submissions you're throwing or whatever submissions you're throwing, well then then you lost. You pretty much you didn't you, you know if, if to your three submissions or to whatever how many submissions you're throwing you lost you simple as that you lost you lost the exchange like i said it's not what you do it's what comes after i've said this numerous of times yeah you got the dominant position but what did you do with it you know what'd you do with it okay you went for the rear naked choke then what what else did you do you know did you do anything before that when in that position did you do anything after like what what did you do nothing and that's the and that's the um, like i said it's not what you do it's what comes after it's a lesson that a lot of people don't seem to learn or i don't know why it's like no one seems to understand like it, like i get it you know like the way grappling is judged in mma is a little is a little scurred but you have to understand 
You know, you, you, you don't win fights just by controlling somebody. You have to do something in response to that. I can understand if you're controlling the guy and they're not doing anything and, you know, then yes, it should go to the person who's initiating the position. Like I said before, it should go to the person initiating the position. It's the person utilizing the control. Absolutely. But if you're controlling the guy and they're throwing and they're striking and they're trying to do damage, you know, and if you're controlling the guy and they're trying and they're doing damage, well, then guess what? You're not winning. You know, they're, you know, if you're controlling the guy, sorry about that. I'm, there's a lot. I'm trying to process a lot here. But uh, what I'm saying is, if but what I'm saying is, is, if you're controlling somebody and they're not doing anything in response, it's understandable. It should be given to the guy who's, you know, utilizing the control. But if you but if the, but if your opponent is doing damage, you know, if you but if your opponent is doing damage, if they're throwing a clean, effective strikes and they're throwing up submissions and, you know, they're not just laying there and all you're doing is controlling them. Well, then they they're whatever they're doing, then you're not winning the fight. Simple as that. You're losing the fight. You know, I can understand ground control being counted if I can understand ground control being counted more if the opponent being controlled isn't doing anything. But if your opponent is doing something, they're attempting, they're doing damage, they're attacking with submissions, they're throwing effective strikes. Okay, then I get that. Then absolutely, I get it. I Then absolutely, it should be given to the guy who's trying to do damage. It should be given to the guy doing damage, not the guy who's controlling. It should be given to the guy doing damage, not the guy who's trying to ground control. It should be given to the guy trying to do damage on the ground. So, yeah, so that, that like I said, you know, people are, are getting mad at this, but you don't win fights by controlling, by laying on somebody. You win fights by doing damage, you know? You don't you don't win that way. You know, a lot of people think think that you win fights by holding somebody. You don't win the fight that way. You got to do damage. Valentina did damage. Santos did not. You know, um, you know, it's just it, it, and that's just that's a main factor. You know, like I said, yeah, I agree. The rear naked choke should be counted. But if someone is throwing more ground strikes to your three rear naked chokes, well, then that person should be counted more than you, especially if those ground strikes are clean and they're effective. And her ground strikes were clean and were effective, especially when Santos had her back. Like, I've never seen somebody react to the way Santos was reacting when Valentina was punching her in the face. Like, Santos had her back and Valentina was punching her and you saw Santos reacting in a defensive motion. Like, she didn't like getting punched. You know, I mean, <laughs> she didn't like getting punched and, and she didn't like getting punched and it was clear. So it's funny that the weasel says that those ground, those ground strikes that, you know, Valentina threw from her back were not effective. That's horseshit because look at the way Santos was reacting. She was reacting purely defensive. So I, I don't know what fight the weasel was watching, but he's stupid. But anyways, but yeah, um. You know, it's just, it is what it is. You don't win fights off of ground control. You don't win fights by holding somebody, you know? Like, I can understand if you're holding the guy on the ground and they're not doing anything, then yeah, it should be given to the guy who initiated the position and is, you know, controlling, the who's, who's holding the guy. It should be given to the guy who initiated the position. But if the guy, but... If the but if the guy who's in the, the but if the guy who's been put in the position is doing something, he's attacking, he's doing damage, you know, he's attacking, he's doing damage, then it should be given to the guy who's doing damage, not the guy who, you know, not the guy who initiated the position. If the if the guy who's been put in the position is doing something, then yes, it should be given to him. But if the guy who's being put in the position is doing nothing, then it should be given to the person who initiated the position. But that's in, you know, but that's not what happened. Santos initiated the position, but she didn't do anything. Valentina did. You know, I think a lot of people are getting 
very a lot of people are getting a little butt hurt there's a lot of people are getting a little you know butt hurt and a little upset because they're like well, what about the takedowns what about the back what about the rear naked well once again yes the rear naked was good but once again she never followed up with anything after that and it wasn't like valentina was just sitting there you know yeah so that that's just i mean people people are obviously don't understand like a lot of they, they don't understand like they're they're looking at it in this perspective of oh she got the takedown she wins but takedowns don't really mean shit unless you do something after getting that dominant position doesn't really mean shit unless you do something after and all santos was able to do was get was go for a rear naked choke she wasn't really able to do much and like i said i can understand if valentina did nothing in response to the rear naked choke or, or did nothing when she had Santos in her guard. But that's not what happened. Valentina continued attacked. You know, Valentina continued to attack. You know, she outstruck Santos on the ground. And her ground striking, which was not only in high volume, but clean and effective, trumped those rear naked choke attempts. You know, like I said, Santos never really did much other than those rear naked choke attempts. She just held Valentina. And, you know, Valentina continued to work and continue to fight. And that's another thing, too, is, you know, that's why mainly Santos lost was Santos was, you know, Valentina never let up. That was also another thing. That's also the thing, too. Valentina never let up with her work rate. If, you know, most fighters would have gotten frustrated from being constantly taken down on the ground. You know, from going to the ground and always up on ending up on the bottom. But that's not what happened. You know, Valentina, despite everything, continued to work, continued to fight. And, you know, especially on the feet. You know, that that's another thing too. It's like I said, you know, she she, you know, especially especially on the feet. You know, on the feet, she immediately put the pressure on Santos. She never let up. She as as soon as they got to the feet, she jumped on Santos. It was she never let Santos have a moment of rest. She never let Santos recover. She immediately jumped on her quick, like a jungle cat, and started putting on her, just throwing high volume, a lot of combinations. Just kept just kept attacking her, attacking her, attacking her. Never gave Santos a chance to rest. And like I said, you saw Santos fatiguing. And it became worse and worse. Like I said, the only reason she got those takedowns was just was, I mean, the only reason she got those takedowns was because of Valentina. It wasn't necessarily because of her. It was more so Valentina would come in the clinch and then she just muscle her way down to the floor. And, you know, or Valentina would take her down and she just muscle her way into a reversal. And, and like I said, yeah, that's cool and all, but, you know, all she did was just gas herself out even more. And like I said, even when she was on the ground, Valentina never let her rest and continued to work regardless, you know, which created more of the fatigue, you know, I mean, it, you know, and like I said, and when they were on the feet, it was all Valentina, like Valentina took the center. She kept backing Santos up, kept hitting her with clean shots, uh, kept hitting her with clean shots, you know, through a high volume of shots. I mean, outland, outstruck her. I mean, it was clear that she, that she was, that Santos was being outstruck and constantly being, you know, and constantly being outstruck on the feet pretty much outweighed those takedowns that Santos got. It outweighed the takedowns. It outweighed the back take. It outweighed the rear naked choke attempts because like I said, the amount of work that Valentina did on the feet, out striking her on the feet and even out striking her on the ground outweighed those outweighed those those things, outweighed those two defining things that Santos had that in the fight against Valentina. It was it was simple as that. I mean, like I said, she got outstruck. She got outstruck both on the feet and on the ground. And that outweighs taking the back and getting the rear naked choke and, and, and attempting to get the rear naked choke, especially if your opponent is on the feet and is battering you on the feet 
for the majority of the round and you at the last minute get a takedown you know the judges aren't going to see it as oh you won or you're winning they're going to see it as you were getting your ass beat until you finally got a takedown <laughs> that's the way they're going to see that and then if you're on the ground and you're doing nothing and your opponent is beating on you from the bottom or even with their back taking that the judges are even going to the judges are are going to consider that even more you know like i said it's not what you do it's what comes after and you know it's just <clears throat> yeah it's just it's not what you do it's what comes after and santos most definitely didn't quite you know santos you know like i said santos went in that fight not wanting to lose valentino went in there wanting to win you know you could say what you want but you know damage trumps everything and valentina did more damage a lot of people say that the eye the damaged eye was because of a headbutt but her eye was already swelling long before the headbutt like you could see it and i and i think it started when valentina threw those strikes when santos had her back in the second i think it was like in the second or first round it was something or no i think it was i think it was when she threw those strikes from the ground yeah because you see the swelling you clearly see the swelling in her eye you know before the headbutt even in the highlights when they showed that first headbutt when they showed that first headbutt you could see her eye was already swollen and the headbutt just made it worse but yeah but but to say that the that the eye was damaged because of the headbutt is is horseshit it was because it was because of the strikes it was because valentino was landing the more damaging blows and that eye was swollen up you know, and I think it would have swelled up regardless of it, it would have swelled up badly, regardless of the headbutt or not, regardless of the headbutt, you know. Um, you know, uh, but all in all, you know, what it really comes down to is this. The reason why Santos lost is because she did not have because Valentina Shevchenko has what Kobe Bryant likes to call the Mamba mentality. Santos did not. Santos was willing to rest on her laurels. She was willing to not lose. She was going into the fight, not wanting to lose where Valentino was in the fight, going into the fight, wanting to win. And you saw it in the way they were fighting. It was pretty clear. You know, it was, it was evidently clear. Santos, she would sit there. She was trying to survive. She was trying to avoid the fight. She was trying to, you know, cruise on by where Valentina, Valentina kept initiating the fight. She kept working. She kept going. She never stopped working regardless of being taken down. She continued to take the center and continued to walk forward, which... You know, and, and usually in most fighters cases, they start kind of trying, they become a little hesitant about letting their strikes go and coming forward on an opponent when they get taken down as much as when they hit the ground, when they hit the ground as much as Valentina did. But that's not what happened. You know, Valentina continued to work. She continued to fight. And that's why. That is why Santos lost. She lost the fight because she didn't have what Valentina has. And that's the Mamba mentality. You know, she went into that fight not wanting to lose. Valentina went in that fight wanting to win. And I think a lot of people are giving her, they're giving Santos way too much credit. Because this is not the first time that Valentina has dealt with, a has been in a situation like this. This isn't the first time where she's been dealt with adversity this isn't the first time she's dealt with a bigger opponent that was pretty much muscling her down and she you know and and you, and you have to understand this is the only way that she was going to really win this fight she was she she knew she even said like i knew we were going to do a lot of grappling i knew she was going to try to take me down and grapple most of the way that's why and, and that's why valentina chose to fight the way she fought because she knew that Santos was big. She was strong. She knew Santos was going to try to muscle her down and, and smother her. So she took the center. She backed Santos up. You know, she backed Santos up. She constantly was putting it on her with striking. Every used every moment in, in every round to come forward and put it on her. 
And, you know, and even when she hit the ground, she didn't freak out. She stayed calm and she continued to work, even though she wasn't able to get back up. You know, the only time she was able to really get back up were when the ref stood him up. And I think it was the second round and when she managed to get up in the fifth round. And those are the only two times she was able to get up. The other time she wasn't able to get up, but she didn't freak out. She continued to work. She continued to find a way to win. She almost caught Santos with some submission. She was beating Santos with some nice, with some good strikes from the, from the, you know, from the bottom, you know, you know, with some good strikes from the bottom. She knew she was going to hit the floor. She knew she was going to hit the floor and she knew that, you know, she knew she was going to hit the floor. She knew she, there was no way that she, she was not going to hit the floor at some point and she knew it was going to be more than once and you can tell she she expected it that's why she decided to take the center and back santos up that's why she played the game that she played where on the stand-up she played the role of the aggressor because she wanted to keep the bigger fighter backed up she wanted to keep him on the back foot and she wanted to do as much damage as she could before she hit the ground and even when she was on the ground, she continued to try to do damage because she knew it was inevitable. She knew that the grappling was inevitable, you know, she knew it was inevitable, but she didn't accept, you know, being in that position when she was in that position, you know, and that that's that was the certain, you know, and that was the it was a good strategy on her point. It was a good strategy. It was a good strategy. A lot of people didn't notice, didn't really, it, not a people didn't notice it, but it was a good strategy. It was a good, it was a good strategy. A lot of people didn't notice it. A lot of people weren't, didn't really actually see what Valentino was doing in terms of the strategy that she was initiating in the fight, you know, and it was a good strategy. You know, she knew if she tried to fight off the back foot, you know, Talia would overwhelm her. So she put the bigger girl, so she put Talia on the back foot, forced Talia to do more than what she had to, you know, to force Talia to do more than what she had to, you know, which of course gassed her out, started to gas her out. And whenever they were on the feet, she jumped on her. She never allowed Talia to rest. She continued to jump on her, which constantly put Talia on the back foot, which constantly made Talia both mentally and physically fatigued. And it's what got her the win. It was a good strategy. Like I said, she knew, like I said, th there was, if she tried to fight off the back foot, she would have lost. She, she would have lost. And that was, that was a very smart move by taking the center and backing the bigger girl up, you know, taking the center, backing the bigger girl up. Taking the center, going forward, constant, constantly attacking, despite being, despite the, despite being taken down multiple times, you know, still coming forward, attacking with clean, effective strikes, regardless, because she knew, she, because she knew that her opponent, she knew that if she were to give her opponent any ground, because she knew if she allowed her opponent to rest and reset. It would have been over. She knew that if she if she allowed her opponent to rest and reset, it would be over. She had to take it to she had to take it to her an opponent. She she had to take it to her an opponent. She had to she had to put she had to fight Santos like that. That was the way she had to fight Santos like that. You know? And it was a smart game. She had to fight Santos like that. There's just some fights where you have to accept that you're gonna be on the ground. You're going to be on the ground and you may not get up. If you get up, that's great. But you, you have to, there's just some fights you have to accept certain things and you just have to train your mind to just deal with it, not get and just deal with it and just, you know, and not give and not give up and, and just find a way to win. Like you have to train your mind to deal with it because it's just, you know, and a lot of guys don't do that. And she dealt with it. You know, and she and she has a very soft, and that's one of the reasons why. And then that's and that, like I said, and that just brings up, and that's one of the reasons why she has the Mamba mentality. Santos doesn't. Santos was willing to rest on her laurels. Valentina did not, and as a result, Valentina got the nod. Like I said, the strategy that she used was a strategy that you know a lot of people, a lot of casuals would say Valentina lost. But if you know anything about fighting. That strategy that she used 
was a very effective strategy against someone like Santos, who relies heavily on their physicality. They haven't been in a five-round fight. They thrive they thrive coming forward and like i said and this comes from the experience that she's had fighting bigger girls at 135 that's another thing too like people don't realize like this experience comes from fighting bigger stronger girls at 135 that 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 comes that that ex, that, that comes from the experience of fighting holly Holm and juliana pena and, and amanda nunez that strategy that's the that's what she's learned from her past fights you know liz carmouche who's also somebody else she's fought you know that strategy comes you know with the experience she has fighting bigger stronger girls at 135 you know so you know so you know a lot of people were like you know another thing another thing too is the criticism of her grappling is extremely disrespectful a lot of people are saying the weasel in his retarded nature said that, you know, Valentina's grappling is not to the level of her striking. That's a stupid statement. If her grappling is not to the level of her striking, explain why she beat Jessica Andrade. She beat Juliana Pena, Liz Carmouche. Explain why she was able to hold her own on the ground. The, explain why she was able to hold her own on the ground against, you know, Talia Santos. If her grappling is not the level of her striking, then how come she was able to beat people who were far superior on the ground? You know, it's just it's one of those things. And like I said before, the only reason Santos looked good was because her physicality helped her was it was able to the only reason she looked good on the ground was because of her physicality her physicality allowed her to stay on top and not be exposed you know in positions where she definitely got exposed well where she definitely would have been exposed you know that was evident in the fifth round when valentina took her down and got her like took her down completely and she was flat on her back and it was like yeah, this girl's got nothing on the bottom. You put her down, like completely down, she's got nothing on the bottom. You know? And so it, it's, but, but once again, and now everybody's jumping on this bandwagon that Tatiana Suarez, first of all, Tatiana Suarez is a straw weight. Apparently she's gonna make her flyweight debut, but once again, Valentina has shown to be very good, to shown, has her, has extreme, Valentina has shown to have excellent grappling yeah she you don't see it all the time but when you see it it's very good she's shown to have great grappling on the bottom she's shown to have great grappling on the top on top a lot of people seem to forget her past fights like people act like and, and another thing you know people are acting like this girl only wins her fights by stand-up like you seem to forget like she's won fights on the ground too she beat the current champ juliana pena by armbar Okay, by armbar. You're trying to tell me that her ground game hasn't improved? Are you are you insane? You know, are are you are you insane? That's not a that's not a <laughs> like somebody literally tried to say that, you know, that's not a bad you know, that's not a far-fetched thing to say. Yeah, it is a far-fetched thing to say cuz like I said, she's been on the ground. Like I said, we've seen her on the ground and she's shown to be very well-rounded. She's beaten people on the ground. I mean, like, come on now, like, <laughs> I mean, come on now, just because she, you know, and this isn't the first time she's had adversity, you know, that's another thing, like, people keep saying, this is the, like, this is the first time, no, she's had adversity before, she's faced adversity before, this isn't the first time she's been in situations, people forget Jennifer Maya, Amanda Nunes, Holly Holm gave her adversity, you know, Juliana Pena, Liz Carmouche, like, this isn't the first time she's dealt with adversity, so it's kind of asinine to say that, oh, this is the first time she's dealt with adversity. No, she's dealt with adversity. It's just, you know, casuals like to say dumb shit. And then you got the people who cater to the casuals like the weasel who say even more dumb shit. You know, like I said, a lot of people are riding high on Tatiana Suarez beating Valentina is because they don't want to see Tatiana Suarez take over strawweight. You know, I... I <laughs> 
You know, like I said, she, I've always said that Tatiana Suarez deserved the title shot, not Rose. But politics is the reason why, you know, fight politics is the reason why, you know, it, it, fight politics is the reason why, you know, Valentine is why Rose got the shot, which is understandable. But yeah, but, but the people that are riding high on, you know, once again, all the, all, and, and, and like I said before, like people just are just, they're so caught up in the hype that, cause I, cause I just watched this fight with the sound off. Santos didn't really do that good. You know, she did okay, but she didn't do that good. But people, but, but it's like, it's almost like, you know, they're so upset, like, but, and I don't know what it is, man, but people, but, but people were so, are so caught up in the hype of, of what Santos did that they don't realize like, eh, she didn't really, it's not, she didn't get it because she was more skilled. She just got it because her size allowed her to, to get, to get to that position. It wasn't like she was, you know, it wasn't like she outpositioned you know, you know, it wasn't like she outpositioned, you know, Valentino or outskilled her. So, but like I said, I mean, like people are giving Santos way too much credit, like way too much credit. And like I said, they're pumping up the idea of Suarez fighting Valentina because they don't want to see Suarez dominate Strawweight because if, if Suarez goes to Strawweight, She's taking over strawway. Like she's gonna be what Joanna was when Joanna was at the top. So, but I mean, like it's it. But it baffles me how everyone is just ignoring all the groundwork that Valentina did, from the strikes to the control to the you know the the ground control you know to the control of you know keeping you know Santos from passing her guard. You know, keeping Santos, you know, keeping, San, you know, the hand positioning to, you know, the hand positioning, the the ground striking, like all the groundwork that that Valentina did, you know, being able to strike, you know, putting up a very good defense against, you know, the rear naked choke, you know, putting up a very good defense against, you know, the rear naked choke. I mean, people are just ignoring all the ground and not only just the groundwork in that fight, but the groundwork you know, the groundwork in previous fights that Valentina has showed. It's like, it's like this one fight, everyone just, just is totally just overlooking. Like, it, it, like this one fight pretty much like they, they're trying to like, they, it's almost like they, how do I put it? It's like this one fight. Oh, because of this one fight, everyone's just going to forget the fact that Valentina has shown quality groundwork. Even in this fight, she showed quality groundwork, but everyone's just going to ignore that because of Santos. It's like, get out of here with that, man. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, people are giving Santos way too much credit. She did good. She didn't do great. And, you know, a lot of people riding high on Suarez coming in and being Valentina. Once again, they're, they're underestimating Valentina's groundwork, like her, her groundwork, like her groundwork has shown to be extremely effective. And the people who say she's constantly making consistent mistakes, you're out your rabbit ass mind. You're only doing that because of recency bias and it's disingenuous. So yeah, but, um, I'll talk more about that in another episode. I talked a lot about this one, but, um, yeah, Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Pravhaska, if I pronounce it right. That fight was one of the, that was the, that was a crazy fight, man. Glover was winning, you know, it was back and forth. They were it was back and forth. Glover took him down, Yuri got on top, Glover was on top. Both fighters were landing strikes, both fighters hurt each other, and Glover was winning the fight. Glover was winning the fight in the 5th round. He had Yuri hurt. And I don't know why, but for some odd reason, he tr- kept trying to take it to the ground. There was two occasions where he had Yuri hurt. There was one occasion in the fifth round, he had him hurt, went for a guillotine, missed it. Then he got back up, hurt Yuri again, and then went for the takedown. Got the takedown, was on top for a moment, but then Yuri just exploded, took the back, Got a rear naked choke without the hooks, which you can get, by the way. You can get the rear naked choke without the hooks. And he got it. 28 seconds left in the fifth round. Finished Glover Teixeira. I mean, the fight was so close. It was so back and forth. I mean, it's 
Glover is just so tough. And, you know, you got to give props to Yuri because he was so tough as well. I mean, they tagged each other. They hurt each other. I mean, they had position, dominant positions. They were landing nasty ground and pound. I mean, it was a back and forth fight. And just that, that last 28 seconds, you know, I mean, is what defined everything. I mean, like I said, I don't know why Glover tried taking him to the ground. He should have spent that round just beating him on the feet because he was beating him on the feet in the fifth round. But I guess, you know, he figured he's hurt. So taking him to the ground will, will be easier and I could submit him. So I, I don't know. But man, that was a hell of a fight. That was a hell of a fight. You know, Yuri did show, he did show flaws in his grappling, you know, a lot of the, you know, but he did show what he lacked in grappling skills. He made up for in his explosion and craftiness, you know, finding ways to get back up, finding ways to, you know, you know, get out, finding ways to get back up, you know, exploding out at the right time. So he did show that he could hold his own on the ground. Um, but man, I mean... But man, it, it woo, that was a hell of a fight. I mean, Glover will definitely be back. I mean, if he's, I hope he, you know, and uh, it'll be interesting to see Yuri fight Jan. I mean, I, I think if a fight between Yuri and Jan would be interesting. Um, but yeah, hell of a fight. It was just, it was that, like I said, you can get the rear necky choke without the hooks. And he showed that. Um, you know, it was also shown by Fedor years ago back in Pride and as well as other fights. So, yeah, and I mean, but damn, I, I wouldn't have guessed that Yuri was going to win by submission. If anything, I thought Yuri was going to win by ground and pound or knockout because that's what it was looking like throughout the fight. But, you know, Glover was just so tough. He was making smart decisions. He was utilizing his experience. He was maintaining his distance well. And one of the things I pointed out was that squared stance makes it very difficult because your lead hand becomes a power hand, which was giving Yuri genuine problems. He kept getting caught with it because that lead hand was a power hand. If if Glover was standing in a in a in a side stand in a more sideways stance, it would be different. But because he was standing in that squared stance, it was hard for Yuri to really get anything off because everything that Glover th threw came with power. You know, everything that Glover threw came with power, especially from his lead hand. So when Yuri would come in, Glover would catch him with the hook because it would catch him with the hook and it would send Yuri back. So, but man, Yuri Brohaska got it with 28 seconds left in the fifth round. That was a hell of a fight, man. Hell of a fight. You know, hell of a fight. You know, hell of a fight, man. Hell of a fight. And uh, yeah, I will put up another episode. I spent a lot of time talking about Valentina and her fight because a lot of people, a lot of people are calling it a robbery. It was not a robbery, um, but uh, I know and I feel bad because, like I said, I was rooting for Glover in this fight. I should be giving Glover and Yuri more fight, more play. That'll be an episode two. I mean, man, but yeah, it was a crazy night of fights. One retired, one kept their title, a new champion was crowned, and yeah, on to the next.